Hi, everyone, and welcome to Mike Velarde's show. And I'm excited to welcome to the program, Mike Velarde. Mike, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, great. How are you, Neil? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. We have a great guest. I remember we were doing it for radio. We were just doing the radio show before we went to video and audio. So I'm excited about our guest today. Yeah, so am I. Gigi's a good friend. She was, uh, she was, a, she was a professional actress. She's a conservative radio talk show host. And I'm going to let Gigi introduce herself and talk about herself and give us a little background on, on all the great stuff she's done. All right. Well, um, thank you for having me. First of all, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm Gigi Ernetta. Actually, it's Gigi Ernetta, but for most people, just Gigi is fine. Uh, and for even more simple cases, G works. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I've been acting since I was about eight years old, did my first performance when I was eight. Um, and that was in dance. And then at 15, I did my first SAG commercial. So I did McDonald's. That was my first thing. And I did it in English and Spanish. And that was kind of my into the industry. So I've been on um, mostly English programming, but I've been on a couple of, you know, Spanish soap operas, a lot of fun telenovela. Mm-hmm. And um, I got into, I was in broadcasting very young. I actually was, a, I have a degree in film, but radio was kind of my thing. So I went back to it. And that's how I met Mike. Um, I started working at a radio station in New York, and um, that was while I was doing my acting career. I've done a lot of stuff. You can find me on the IMDb if you want to go to imdb.com and type in my name, G-I-G-I-E-R-N-E-T-A, or go to my website, ggarnetta.com, and you'll find out more about my career. But I stepped into um, something very interesting, which was when I did Flag of My Father, I started in that movie. Um, I was made very aware that, uh, about post-traumatic stress. And so I got very involved with that. I'm also helping a um, non, non-profit, or I should say non-for-profit, whatever the technical word is, um, that works with the troops, post-traumatic stress. There's a lot of new things that they're using that works. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. And I'll talk more about that later, but stepped into this whole vortex and then started doing my own radio show called Standing Freedom. And took, it's on the hiatus right now. I've actually worked with um, Save America's Freedom Foundation. That is, it's more not about right or left. It's more about constitutionally right. And that's kind of where I'm at too. I'm now a, and have been for quite a while, registered independent, seeing the problems on both sides. <laughs> and um, really troubled though, what's happening right now. But uh, you can catch me on Roswell. I'm on two seasons of Roswell and hopefully... God willing, I'll be back on Roswell again. I'm also, I just wrapped on a show called The Cleaning Lady and I'm on a bunch of TV shows. But like I said, that is uh, entertainment. And I'm hoping, I just finished my second movie script and I'm hoping to direct it with my bestie. So uh, that's what's on, what's in the horizon that I know about. But God always gives me something, you know, it's kind of a surprise. I kind of go with it. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, that, that, that says a lot. You know, well, you just said, about constitutionally right. I, when I was running for Congress, I, I would read from George Washington's Declaration of 1789. And I'm going to read just the first paragraph from it, because this is what America has forgotten, what made America great. And this is when he proclaimed Thanksgiving to be a holiday. And George Washington said this, by the President of the United States of America, a proclamation Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. Amen. To obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. 
And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. And it goes on for, for, for a while and talks about God and his goodness and why we need to be godly people. Um, could you imagine Nancy Pelosi passing this proclamation today in Congress and Joe Biden saying what, what George Washington said? I, I can't, I have so many funny things I want to say. It's probably inappropriate. <laughs> but the problem- but no, she can't because, because, I, because she's on an agenda. Yes. And, and it's not about the country anymore. It's agendas. And it's like, how fast can we move the agendas through? And it's not just her. It's she's what I would call number one. But um, there's so many people passing agendas. It's no longer about the country. It's just not. No, but, but what made America great. And that was acknowledging the providence of Almighty God to obey his will. See, when you're a godly people, you can have the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. When you're an ungodly people, you can't have either. You lose all your rights. You become oppressed. You become poor. That's why they want to make everybody poor. That's what Joe Biden is doing. He single-handedly doubled the price of gasoline, is causing out of, out of, out of you know, Jimmy Carter-type inflation. He's going to bankrupt everybody with taxes. He's going to double the size of the IRS. He is, in my opinion, in there to destroy America. And his actions prove it. Letting everybody in through the border, screwing up in Afghanistan, destroying every good policy that Trump had put in place, including making America energy independent for the first time in 75 years. And now you were going to talk about the vision. Let's talk yeah. about that. Go ahead. I'll let you start. Well, well, okay. So I realized that, and, and I'm sure most people are, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't assume. I would hope that most people are seeing that we're being pitted against each other, whether it's right or left, or whether it's vaccine, no vaccine, right. or, or whether it's Joe Biden or Trump, um, whether it's whatever it is, it's, a, it's an, on purpose to create division because when you're divided, it doesn't work. You're in chaos and chaos does not come from the father. Chaos comes from the devil. Exactly. And so that's what this is all about is to exactly. divide is to divide. And it's a shame. So if we were all, if we could all agree on God first, that's right. then everything else, we would at least be at the beginning of order. But like you said, when you have, you can't imagine Pelosi standing up and saying that. No, no. One I mean, she started tearing up documents. Remember when Trump was in and she was tearing, that was like a sign of division. That yeah. was like immediate. She, she's an embarrassment. It's funny, later on in the speech, I want to read this other paragraph that George Washington stated. And also that we may then unite, again, un unity instead of division, in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions to enable us all whether in public or private stations, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, 
to render our national government a blessing to all the people by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed to protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such that have shown us kindness, and to bless them with good government, peace and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue, and the increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind, which is again unity, such a degree of temporal prosperity as only he knows to be best. Now, would you say that today we are a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws? Again, I could say a bunch of wise, wise stuff, but I won't say. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely I mean, not. We are not let's just start with wisdom, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's start with wisdom. <laughs> no. But it changed so fast, Gigi. It changed so fast. It was like before you know it, in seconds, everything changed. Yeah. Everybody now saying, what the heck happened? Our rights are gone. Well, look, Mike and I have been saying this since 2013, at least, because, um, yeah, we've, we've been on this because of the calling of being a watchman. Whether you agree with us or not. It's a matter of being a watchman and doing what we're supposed to do by the word. The word says that we are held accountable for what, you know, we can't make people do things. We can't even encourage people to do things. We can only tell them what we're getting from God. So, you know, um, with certain giftings, and I've been doing research on this because um, the government I know has been doing some things with people who are what they call clairvoyant and stuff for years. I was just curious because I'm really into quantum physics and all this. And there's, there's so much right now, but my, my point is that if you see something and you warn people and they don't want to listen, that's, that's, that's not no longer on, on Mike and I, and all the other watchmen we've, we've done our part of it. And we're just saying, Hey, you know, this is division. This is what division looks like. This is when our president pulls everybody out of Afghanistan, doesn't tell NATO, that's another level of division. What is that? You know, leaving, leaving our partners, our allies, just leaving them, that's division. Um, that's the point. And what we need is a giant movement of unity. Um, you know, and it starts with, with being kind to each other and not judging each other for our choices. You know, um, there's been a lot of blaming, I've noticed, uh, blaming and shaming and bullying on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, and it doesn't have to be. Vaccinations first thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Yeah. And I mean, and blame somebody for the pandemic instead of, come on now, common sense is we all need to do our part. Yeah, I mean, it's out, it's out. It's not a bio going getting a bunch of people together in close distances and say, "Oh, by the way, because you're not that the only people we can blame are the the are the unvaccinated." Instead right. of, "Hey, maybe we should practice social distancing still. Maybe we shouldn't have these big big things. Maybe we should still wash our hands, right?" So there's. Yeah, I hope like, you would. <laughs> I know, but there's a lot of people that won't wash their hands. It's a new invention. And and, and and here's what I don't understand. How are the unvaccinated supposed to be claimed? Well, see, that, that's, you're not, I'm like, it's back to common sense. This is just what I just said. I don't know if there is any, right. I mean, in the past, someone would get a flu shot, measles shot, chicken pot, whatever. They were vaccinated. They were like, yeah, I'm vaccinated. I'm, you know, and that's great. Okay. I think it kind of started that way. Like everybody thought, okay, now I'm good. 
And then as the facts start to roll out, we're realizing, no, you still have to wear a mask. You're still contagious. It's kind of like, wait a minute. The idea was to just take all the masks off. That was, that was the vaccine right. companies that said, oh, go ahead. Everyone, yeah. no, no more masks, guys. You don't have to wear them anymore. No more social distancing. If you're vaccinated, you're, you're safe. Who came up with that edict? Well, okay, but who came up with wearing a mask since OSHA for years said you couldn't wear one at work? I think it keeps you from socializing. That's the only thing. I think it's more of a deterrent. Yeah. Not really help that you're not going to have a conversation with somebody with a mask on. Yeah. Again, division, right? Yes, right. Sure. That's exactly right. And, and even, but this is what puzzled me because I was curious, you know, Fauci, when he first came out, it's like, don't wear a mask. Okay. Don't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. People are already wearing masks because they were afraid, right? Then yeah, he said, then he said, wear a mask. So okay, how much is Fauci worth now? Thanks to, again, thanks to this vaccine. That's what I'd love to Yeah. He, he has more money than you or I will ever have. Well, he's kind of been that way a while, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so that goes back into, a, again, division. So I think it starts with, you know, kindness. And, and I notice it more on one side than the other. It's like, oh, okay, you, you're vaccinated. Great. Whatever. You know, nobody. But if you say you're unvaccinated. Right. Then a war breaks out, which is hilarious because you, years past, if you had a vaccine, you were all good to go. And now it's like, no, you're not good to go. So I don't know how this got upside down. Um, but hey, okay. So then how do we change that behavior? We change it by being kind to each other. And that's how unity begins. You might not agree with somebody, you just be kind to each other about it, but it's not equal. So you'll have one person be kind to the other person. They're still beating them up with a baseball bat. It's like, okay. So, you know, that's kind of where if it doesn't change, it's just going to be like this further and further and further apart. Well, the only way for the Democratic Party to stay in power is through division. Um, they, they, their platform is terrible. So, because, I mean, There's a platform? Yeah, they have a platform. Higher taxes, right? Less money for you, more for the government, more regulation, right? So they oppress your life. So in order to get people to continue to stay in their camp, they do what Stalin did. And I have a picture here of Stalin. Okay, I don't know if you can see it up here. But I'll read it to you. It says, Stalin once ripped all the feathers off a live chicken as a lesson to his followers. He then set the chicken on the floor a short distance away. The chicken was bloodied and suffering immensely. Yet when Stalin began to toss some bits of wheat towards the chicken, it followed him around. He said to his followers, this is how easy it is to govern stupid people. They will follow you no matter how much pain you cause them, as long as you throw them a little worthless treat once in a while. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I see it with my liberal relatives who, you know, think that the Democratic Party helps poor people. I said that's the furthest thing from the truth. Keeps the them from growing, keeps them from right. growing because there's a safety net. Why do you think now so many people don't want to work and that's what they're getting right. evicted because they're getting paid to stay home, but they still don't care if they get evicted because they think that that's going to happen too. The evicted. So if you give ability where they can't work, there, even though it feels great not to go to work if you don't aren't an entrepreneur and you go work right. every day and you don't have a job you love, then you're just staying home and getting paid. You're slowly but surely the willingness not to work, but then get depressed, go on medications, all the different things because they don't you don't you don't believe your life is worth anything anymore. And, and I have to say, it being in entertainment, I mean, they forced us to stop working. I don't know if people are aware of that, but our union would not allow us to work. 
So for months, I didn't know when I was going to get to do what I love. You know, it's how not only that, but, you know, thank God I had residuals from old movies and stuff. I'm like, how do I make money when you just take it away from me? Right. Um, and then, you know, being in lockdowns, it's not there was no warning. It wasn't like, OK, in six months, this it was just like, bam, you can't work. No. OK. And then it's, oh, well, you can't go out and then it's you can't go to church. Well, the church thing really upset me because it was right before Easter. That was that was a and the whole other subject. But a lot of churches didn't even you know, you you could go worship if you wore a mask, didn't touch the Bibles and didn't sit next to each other. And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> you know, what is that? What, why go to church? You know, um, if you're going to behave that way, if you're going to be in fear. And that was the other thing I wanted to talk about was fear. Yeah. OK. Sure. And let's go. Right I'm really interested in this vaccine thing because our time's close to running out. I really what? want to know what. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay. What's your information on the vaccine that you've heard, Gigi? You have one of the show. Oh, okay, so no, so I've been researching a lot about because I researched COVID, which I had COVID, and I think Mike was talking about having COVID. So I had done a lot of research on that, and now fast forward to the vaccine. So a lot of them, the things that I've heard about this last week was what's inside of Pfizer. You know, they don't have anything on their insert, so you don't really know what's in it. Um, and they put it under a microscope, I guess. And I think it was Germany trying to figure out the language. It was so, and it looks like there's actually live worms in it um, inside of the mRNA vaccine, the Pfizer specifically. I don't know about Moderna, but yeah. So basically I think all three, but I'm sure the two uh, mRNAs have graphene oxide, which is toxic to the human body. It has it in there. Um, they'll deny it if you go to like Snopes and all that. But if you can find the actual name is like 25 letters long. It's not called graphene oxide. That's mm. that's like like saying that's like saying rhinocort is budesonide. Budesonide, no, you know, people know that works as a therapeutic. Well, it's rhinocort, right? So it has another name, and if you do the research, you'll find that 20 letter name in there. So it does have graphene oxide inside of it. So I think that's why it's spreading. Um, where you have it, they give you it to, to you in your arm and then it goes all over your body into your organs. It doesn't stay in one place like normal vaccines. So I'll stick with J and J. You know, J and J has some side effects to them as well. Yes. Yes. But at least it's not traveling and dumping into your organs. <laughs> that's true. There's a map that shows where all the different places that the Pfizer goes to. Wow. And it'll be okay if it's one shot or two shots, but if it's 40 shots, it's not going to be. Well, and, and my cousin works in the ER in New York, and she said she's seeing cases of vaccinated people that are getting very seriously ill, but only a small percentage. So I asked her, I said, what, what do you, why do you think that is? And she says, well, I'm noticing their vaccine date is February, March. Mm. So it only lasts less than six months. And then it's time for another booster and it's time for another right. and another. And I, and I asked, are, are people willing to, to, to do it for the rest of their lives just to be from, from COVID? Well, that's fear. That's what I was saying. It's the, right. the real disease is fear. Because yeah. what happened to the real flu? Right. Where did the and, real and pneumonia go? and pneumonia. Right. Where did all these things go? They just disappear. Yeah. So that's the problem. So that's the big thing you're saying is find out what's in the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, and also advisors and ask them the trial, the trials, you know, what is your health condition? I have never seen anything like this. You can go to a freaking Walmart and get a vaccine. What is that? You know what I mean? There's no doctors involved with this. It's weird. It's weird. 
And that, when are they going to start charging more for it? But they are charging. They're charging in their taxes. That's right. And see this movie, oh, it's free. No, nothing is free. Nothing is free. They're, they're definitely getting kickbacks at every location. They're giving vaccines. They're getting paid for it. It's not free. And it's coming out of our money. It's definitely not free. So. And the money, the stimulus money went towards the vaccine research and then the pay. So here's, a, I'm going to give some President Trump, former President Trump, it's hard to always say. <laughs> he went ahead and said everyone should get a vaccine. What are your thoughts on that one? Were you surprised by that? Are you asking me or Mike? Yeah, I'll ask oh, both of you. Okay, no, I was just, uh, well, I thought, well, I'm going to start with this. I was, I was like, okay, he must believe in it. That's what I thought. But he also signed a deal for 5G, which people don't realize. He did an executive order to allow 5G. 5G has not been tested for safety either. Yeah, people didn't know that happened during COVID. <laughs> so I have some questions. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, Mike? Well, I think this is Trump's biggest retaliation against the Democrats because 99% of them are going to get the vaccine. They're all going to pass away and it's going to open the door for him to come back. Oh, so what about the French doctor that came out with, he said in two years, anyone that got the vaccine is going to be dead. You saw that one, right? Or well, side effects and death and everything. So we, we had Sherry Campagna on our program and it's designed to weaken your immune system against other things. So when the flu season hits in, in the fall, these people who got everyone that, you know, has certain, some of these vaccines, their, their immune systems are going to be compromised. So instead of getting hit with the COVID, they're going to get hit with the flu and not be able to recover. And that's where the deaths are going to happen because now they have a compromised immune system and they don't realize it. You know, every single animal that was tested died during these clinical tests. That's uh, the mRNA vaccine. That's right. That's, that's, yeah, that's the big issue I have with those two is that, that I did do a lot of research on it and there's no, there's no, long-term trial except the ones that they do with the animals and they die when are we going to get the oral vaccine they said two years to get an oral vaccine because that the live virus is the only way that's going to end this pandemic really well and i don't think they want that to happen until they give everyone the shot so many times and then finally someone says by the way this doesn't work and there's a rebellion in the world then they'll go to the i think we're vaccine. real close <laughs> i think we're, clo we're closer i mean in france and in U the uk they're all in the streets yelling about this i mean we don't know about it here but that's what's going on there there because they're not, they're not keeping that quiet because it's not a free country like ours oh maybe we're not anymore so <laughs> new projects where can we check you out gg tell us all those different places um, the best place is ggernetta.com g-i-g-i-e-r-n-e-t-a.com that's my personal website um, let's see, Operation Initiative, if you look that up, that is the, um, the, the platform I told you I support for the troops, uh, for healing, and let's see what else. You can find me on the IMDb, Roswell, and a new show called Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Where's Sacrifice located on? It'll be on BET. BET? Okay. So you're I'm on the cleaning lady, too. I'm all over the place. <laughs> you were on Roswell, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So check you out there. Awesome. And, but then the, I remember last time you were on, you're more into the talk show thing. Now you're back in the acting thing. You just never know how things work. Well, I'm always into the acting thing because it pays my bills. Um, <laughs> the talk, the talk show, show, if the talk show thing paid my bills, I'd be doing that. I, I love engaging. Are you afraid about the fallback from Hollywood when you're talking about things like the vaccine? Well, you know, like I said, I'm not one of the bulliers. 
So, you know, I'm not, I'm opposed to the mRNA specifically. I think that they're dangerous. I'm not saying that the other one isn't, but I'm just not like, I'm not going. Look up Vaxart, look up Vaxart and look up for an oral vaccine and get the push for the oral vaccine. Cause they already, good. they already went out the, the COVID-19 vaccine show I mm-hmm. co-host and it's the number one oh. vaccine show. Check yeah. it out. Well, it's good. I went in clubhouse and it went viral once I went in there again to talk to them because they're so, but they're anti ivermectin, anti HCQ. Okay. Okay. So, so but I mean, not, ivermectin, not, ivermectin, Merck just signed a $256 million deal with the government. The, the, they signed, Merck did. That's why they don't support ivermectin and they're trying to suppress it because they're creating something similar to it. That's going to cost more money. I don't know if you realize that came out like this week in the news. Okay. That's why, that's why I came in and seen it. Okay. Well, we appreciate everybody, Mike, anyone, MikeFlaherdyBooks.com, winningtaxsolutions.com. Mike, we appreciate it. Thank you again, Gigi guys. Take care. All right. All right. That was the Mike Flaherty show. Take care guys.